following program is rated NAL. It contains strong language. It is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the Five Minute Warning. I'm telling you, man, the day Lil Yachty wins a Congress seat, I'm done. I'm going to Canada. I mean, look, there are some master people in hip hop that shit. Like, look, man, I'll vote for Killer Mike for anything. Would you vote I- for Lil Yachty? Depends on what I'm voting for. And, and then, no, hear, hear me out. Hear me out. There are some things that I think Lil Yachty could really help us out with. Like I one, this one, I think he could help out with the Board of Education. Because here's the thing. If it was his idea to, shut, to get rid of the Board of Education, you think all the white people would agree with it? And they put more money in that shit. Exactly. <laughs> See, he's the hero that we didn't know we needed. <laughs> What's going on, everybody out there in the world of the internet? Welcome to a brand new episode of Five Minute Warning. Of course, your boy Ruben out here slinging them words. Most of the time, don't make sense though, but I'm still slinging them. And of course, returning from parts unknown, we got AG in the house. What's happening, y'all? How you doing? And the 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 raid the leader of the Raiders, Mo B himself. The leader of the Raiders. I don't know. I don't you want that responsibility. <laughs> man, look, you start out so strong and then it just like fizzles. What yeah, you like, doing, like bro, you could have just said my name, man. We'd have been good. We could have kept moving. I'd been like, hey, what's going on? And we'd have, I will we'd say have, that as a very crisp hat. You usually don't wear white. I mean, I'm doing something different. I'm stealing my daughter's hats. That's what I'm doing now. <laughs> but I thought your daughter's hats were your hats to start with, sir. Exactly. See, you getting it now. You getting it? It's just like the robe. It's just like the you robe. He, he has to steal stuff that belonged to him. So is it really theft? You getting it? It's not Sounds, theft. Starting to sound like OJ out there, man. It's reparation, sir. <laughs> Taking back what's his. Because those, those women those women are succeeding on his back. Just saying. <laughs> You wow. said all that. I I ain't go that far. With it. <laughs> so I, like having, I like having a place to stay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> He's not so wrong. So real quick I, before we jump in this craziness, Mo B, how do you feel about Tom Brady owning owning part of the Raiders now? I mean, can he make it any worse? I mean, he can't do anything. He doesn't have any decision making power. He's yeah, just kind so, of an investor at this point. Yeah. I mean, I'm you know cool with his money. He can do whatever he want with it. You think you'll get out in the field and sling some things with Garofalo? For what? I, I mean, maybe the man might get the itch one day. Bro, he I mean, played for what twenty plus years. He, I think I think that itch has been scratched. <laughs> I hear that. I yeah, hear I did, that. I did want to say something about the the, the last show. Um, it was okay. really really funny. Moby, I I I, I laughed at you quite a bit for many things but your disappointment and your daughters because they can't play the dozens I was over here crying I was like 
how many more reasons can he find to be disappointed in his daughter? Right. No, no, first of all, stop that. Stop that. I'm so proud of them on so many levels. That was just, that's the one thing. If I had to point to one thing that really bothers me, it's like, why can't y'all come up with better jokes, man? <laughs> I mean, but do you think, do you really think they're in an environment to really be like savages with it, though? I mean, they live I, with him. No, no, not no, not even that. Like, I've been at their schools, man. I coach at their schools. I, I, I hear that there's some, there's some raw talent out there, man. And like they, <laughs> they got it, man. And, and sometimes, sometimes I feel like you know, I might be protecting them, especially like on the on the teams that I coach and stuff. Like they probably not getting joked on on the strength of me, because those players know I don't mind joking on kids. <laughs> I joke on the kid quick. I mean, that's I the learn, same thing. Man. You gotta learn. That's Step the same the thing, man. I mean, you know, I'll slap your kid. Oh, I mean, it's not the same slap. thing. Nah, I, I didn't mean, say all he that. said verbally abused. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't even say that. I just said I'll joke on your kid. I well, mean, that's the same thing. Nowadays, that's verbal abuse. Yeah. Then I'm an abusive motherfucker then. Because if, <laughs> if your kid bring a joke to me and think I'm not going to bring a joke back to them. <laughs> no, nah, man, it, 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 that's that's not how things operate around here. Yeah, wow. you are you are proud of kids, I know. But man, that, <laughs> that what you said last week was hilarious. I was like, dude, are we serious right now? One you should hear them, man. They they're not good at it, man. They are not good at it, and I don't understand why. Like, I'm not saying I was the coolest, most popular kid, especially like in the middle school element. No, but the one thing I could do. You weren't gonna just joke on me, like you know, we we was gonna have a ver a verbal kerfuffle. You know, we we were gonna go back and forth. Like it was it was gonna be some verbal shenanigans. Wait, wait, ladies and gentlemen, kerfuffle. this is the first time <laughs> I have ever heard somebody use kerfuffle in a sentence correctly and just move it. Oh my kerfuffle! You, you sounds like you sound like that slave who knew what octagon was. <laughs> Why, why you gotta be a slave, man? I'm just saying that's, that's a good right We can that's vote. A, we hey, sit in the back and we sit in the back and the front of the bus. Hey, j just because I wasn't telling all my homies I was reading don't mean I wasn't. <laughs> Moby, were you ashamed to be a smart guy? Nah, man. It's, it's see, I wasn't ashamed to be smart. First of all, I never said I was smart. You kind of are. Let's look. I just wasn't ashamed of not being stupid, but I also wasn't out here trying to prove to people that I was smart. I mean, because, you know, once again, in some of the areas where I was um, growing up uh, or, you know, learning the ways of life. It was kind of frowned upon. Yeah, it wasn't even that it was frowned upon. It's just you weren't getting any cool points for being smart or nice or respectful. Well, my question is, did you ever get the uh, you talk white statement said to you? Bruh, I, I grew up on the whitest of sides of town in savannah georgia like i knew the other five black kids in the school and everybody in the school probably assumed we was related but then in the afternoon i went to west savannah where my family was at so i went from sounding funny at school because i used a whole bunch of terminology they didn't have any idea what it meant going over to where my family was and having them saying why are you over here talking so damn white and i was like yo what i used to ask my mom like why 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 do they say i talk white and my mom didn't do a very good job of saying it because you know that won't her family 
So she was like, they just some ignorant ass motherfuckers. Don't listen to them. Is that, a, is, re- is, that a, is that a quote? I mean, no, she didn't say the motherfucker. She said they just ignorant. Then she said they just some ignorant assholes. That wasn't exact quote. Yeah, I can't, I can't see. I can't see Moby's mom saying motherfuckers. Nah, if she, she did. That shit would be. Funny. She did drop the assholes though. She did. She did. I mean, drop which that. is which? <laughs> I she mean, I would have paid to see that. <laughs> but I mean, but then I realized, and it's funny, you know. A white guy, a white comedian taught me why my black brethren didn't think I talked black. And it was when Jeff Foxworth was describing why NASCAR um, fans don't like Jeff Gordon. And he was like, because he enunciates. And I was like, oh, shit. That's why my family don't like me either. Truth. Like your ass over here pronouncing all them consonants. You ain't turning your T's into K's or your P's into K's. Like... <laughs> I mean, he also got all his teeth too, so it Ouch. ain't like that either. Ouch! Hey, I'm, I mean, it's what it there is. were many reasons why they hated him, and that was one of them. I promise you, there was. Like, yeah. like wait, wait a minute, did you say shrimp? What the fuck is shrimp? We say shrimp. Ah, uh, strawberries hilarious. and streets. Yes, that's right. Strawberries. That's right. All right, so we'll get to a quick, um, crazy world, very quick. So you might have heard the story. But um, you know how you be in the Ubers, right? Or any type of ride share, you might, oh shit, did I take everything? Did I leave something? Whatever like that. You ever feel that way? Just making sure you got all your shit when you rolled out? Yep. Yep. Well, this dude, this dude didn't feel that he forgot some, but he ended up leaving $200,000 worth of um, meth in an Uber. Now, I don't know how you forget <laughs> you got 200K of meth. You know how much meth Uber. that is? <laughs> Bro. He was in an episode. He must have been his own episode of Breaking Bad. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah, I, man. I, I'm sorry I laughed. That was hilarious. $200,000 oh, oh. of meth he left in the Uber. And, th- and this bullshit happened in, like, Virginia, man. That, that's okay. the sad part. I, I do have some questions. I know you're probably going to get into it, but. Yes. Did the driver return it? Did he keep it? <laughs> so he did call the cops when he saw the bag was there. Man, that's how you get a one star review right there, buddy. <laughs> hey, bro, man, if you if you want to show me you a five star driver, you should have hit me back up and be like, "Hey, I believe you left something with me." Period. 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 <laughs> Are you sure you got all of your belongings? Dot 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 dot. Like that that would have been an Uber driver trying to get a five star review. This dude <laughs> is trying to have all the one star reviews. I don't even trust this Uber driver. <laughs> I hope, did so, they put did they put his name in the story? No. Cause you said he's in Virginia. I just want to make sure if I if I get a have to get a ride to the airport and I see this name pop up, I don't trust him. He yeah, was, that was, he was doing the, he was being a law abiding citizen, sir. I mean, yeah. But you know, let's let's be real, man. He left it in a brown paper bag, bro. Like, if I get out the car and I realize, oh, shit, I left my brown paper bag, unless you just got a bunch of them in the car, I'm probably going to be like, hold on, I forgot something. And you just made it worse. So now this Uber driver went from being just a snitch to a nosy-ass snitch because nobody told him to look in the brown paper bag. I would have simply hit my boy up. Hey, you left the bag in here. What you want me to do? I wouldn't have looked in the bag. You know why? Because I am a professional 
minding my business person. I am professional with that shit. Then that shit ain't got what? nothing to do. Ain't my bag. And you about to get more pissed off because then in the court documents, so the Uber, the um, the dude tried to hit the Uber driver through Facebook. Yo, man, I left my bag in the car. I got a G for you if you bring my bag back. That's fucking it. I could have got a five star review of G for just minding my business, something I do all the motherfucking time anyway. (laughs) And and literally, (laughs) instead of taking him up on his offer, the driver handed it over to the officers. It was 4.59 pounds of methamphetamine, about 200K. And then, so really, it was about seven pounds because you know police probably took some. Took I some mean, <laughs> hey man, see, yeah. we're we're assuming now. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're assuming. So, but a few days later, that cost. So hold on, this dude went from Norfolk to Chesapeake. A couple days later, they caught this dude in Hampton. Wait this, a minute, the dude or the driver? No, the guy. Okay. That, okay. The, the the rider, he went from Norfolk to Chesapeake. But they caught him in Hampton. So he was like, I got to get out of town. Let me cross this bridge tunnel right here because they can't find me there. And then he had more meth, some weed, and a gun. So, (laughs) and on top of all that, because, you know, why make this shit worse? On top of all that, this dude had a prior. From March, that includes a concealed carry to concealed weapon, second offense, and failure to stop at an accident, which is a felony. Yeah, all why because that, it's why Uber that, driver. Why is that surprising? Well, all it's because not because Uber driver didn't mind his motherfucking business. Like, <laughs> so wait a minute, all the things this dude did, and we back to the Uber driver being at fault. That's my first opinion. of all. If the Uber driver doesn't look in the bag, answers his message and returns it back, he gets a five-star review, $1,000, and this dude ain't locked up. Like, where is the L in that in that scenario? Because I'm seeing a whole bunch of L's being taken in the scenario that happened, the, the, the layout that happened. Because <laughs> you, you think this dude gave him a good review after that? You don't, get, you like, don't give reviews when you're in jail. First I of mean, all, he got caught. He got caught. What? Two days later? Something like that. Oh yeah, he already got the negative review. That's what he's gonna say, man. I'm gonna give this dude one star because he give me my, give me my meth back. Nah, I, I left some shit in his car. He wouldn't bring it back to me. One there you star. go, Ruben. There it is, right there. That's that's how it's gonna get said. <laughs> it's that simple. One star, right there, baby. I, I left some stuff in my car. He went through my belongings and didn't return. <laughs> oh, your, your belongings. <laughs> But but I, I, I believe say, you have some of my property. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying though, man, 200k of meth, that might have been the first thing I grabbed. Just saying. Well, see, that's what I was gonna say. How do you forget two hundred thousand dollars of meth? Five, five you can pounds forget of your meth. Phone. You can forget, a, man. You yeah. can forget everything. All right. All right so this, so this dude, that, this man. dude had weed. A no, gun. no, that was later. Hold on, hold on. So you gonna you you, you think motherfucker won't carry a gun then? Yeah, he's right about that. I mean, I mean, weed? But, come on. So, man. so, so he had drugs, gun, ID. Like, yeah, I, honestly, the drugs probably are the bottom of the totem pole right there. And I mean, if he already, if he was carrying weed, I'm gonna assume 
if he's got amphetamines, he's selling that. He ain't selling the weed too. He's smoking the weed. So we don't he probably was high as fuck in the ride. I mean, to be perfectly honest with you. Grabbed his gun, grabbed his stuff, and then he was like, oh shit, I left my bag in there. And then he probably didn't even panic because he was like, you know what? Hit the Uber driver back up, get some of my stuff back. We all good. Next thing you know, he getting locked up two days because Uber drivers knows this fuck. Don't know how well, to mind his business. But so let's be real here. Uh, the, the, here's the problem. The problem started when he decided he wanted to carry five pounds of meth in a in a paper bag. So what was Get yourself more- a book bag, motherfucker. Like, come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if if you leave a Wendy's bag in a car, that shit's trash. the wrong things, man. I'm just saying he could have did it better. That's like Tiger, man. If Tiger had friends, he'd have never got caught, maybe. But yo, it's <laughs> he ain't here. Hey, now he has ass in jail. So I'm, I'm just saying I'm going with Ruben on this, man, because it's like if you could do crime, man, you gotta look out. You, man, two hundred thousand dollars worth of anything. Hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, you selling amphetamine. You selling amphetamines. You got that much money in the amphetamines and the prime baby. Like I'm assuming you're not the world's smartest criminal. So I'm gonna give you a pass on that. That's a whole other podcast, but man. Once again, you made a state. You made a statement that you know in a brown paper bag. You assuming it's trash. If the Uber driver just assumes it's trash and throws it away, we ain't here. I mean, that dude takes a major L, but he ain't in jail. Nah, but he nah, looked the up. Uber like, driver didn't think it was trash. Once again, the Uber driver didn't think it was trash. The Uber driver was like, hey, what did my mans leave in here real quick? Oh, <laughs> shit. This stuff hot. And then and then instead of just being like, yo, I ain't even looking at bad. Because the thing is, it's like, if you say he's trying to report to the authorities because he don't want to be caught up in it, all he got to say is, I ain't looking at bad. It won't mind. I, I, hit, I, hit the Uber, I hit my passenger up. I said, you left the bag in here. He asked me, could he pick it back up or could I drop it off somewhere? I did it. He happened to give me $1,000 for, you know, looking out for your boy. I don't know what was in the bag. And that's the other thing. That's the other thing. I blame the the, the passenger. Bro, you shouldn't have offered $1,000. Hey, man, I'll give you a tip if you bring it by. If you say I'm going to give you $1,000, you automatically know that shit hot. Automatic, automatic hot. If you've been like, yo, I'll give you a tip if you bring it back to me, that's one thing. But if you say, yo, yo, Moby, yo, I need that real bag, that bag real bag, I'll give you a G. You're going to be like, hmm. cool, where you want me to drop it off? Because <laughs> you know what, Robert? I mind my business. I would never know what was in that bag. But never. All- to this day, it would still be a mystery, but that $1,000 would be in my hand, and I yeah. would be like, cool. So it, it, we're gonna put the, we go. I want to put this quick bow in it and we move on. But let's just on. We ain't got to say it. We all know who this Uber driver was, and we're gonna put. And we only got to say it. I, mean, I, know, I know who this Uber driver was. It. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I would be happy as hell on this Sunday right now. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> like, what was going on? Hey, I just got a thousand dollars for being a good Samaritan. I mean that's very true. <laughs> so, so without even having to say nothing, we already know what's going on with this Uber driver, and I think it's very fair. We can move on from that. Everybody can take whatever thoughts they want on it, but we all know. So, all right, let that be a lesson to you. If you if you do any type of uh, ride sharing and stuff like that, 
and somebody leave a bag in your car, mind your business. Mind your business. See? Awesome. Now, question of the day. I thought this was a really interesting question because of something I read. So I'm kind of curious what y'all think about it. So, if you could pick a show to reboot, what would it be? Or even, let's take a different stance on it. I mean, do you think reboot should be banned? So we'll start. We'll start with Ag on this one first. So Ag, one, the first question is: Is there a show you would reboot? And if there is not, do you feel like reboot should be banned? Well, there isn't a particular show, but I really feel like that they they hit it out of the park with uh, Fresh Prince. Well, it's called Bel Air now. Because that's, that's a really good show. The framework is there, but it's dark, and it's real, and it's dark. So I kind of like what they did with that. Do I think reboots need to be banned? No, but at the same time, I think that you, I think it takes more work than Hollywood generally gives it. That's why so many of them are bad. And if you really sit down and you really look at, you know, kind of take the temperature of the room in the day and age you're in and give it, you know, and, and apply it to an old idea and do it well and hire people that really write well, I think it can be good. But a lot of times I just feel like they're lazy, to be honest. So you have a lot of reboots. It's like, oh, people get excited. They see the first episode. It's like, this is ridiculous. So, you know, I don't think it should be banned, but I think they need to work harder. Or is there a show you want them to reboot? If they re- if they were to reboot it properly, what show would you want them to reboot? I watch so much TV, I can't I can't really answer the question. I mean, a lot of sitcoms and stuff I used to watch. Like, I think the first when I read the question, I think the first one that came to mind just like randomly was Facts of Life. I like that show, but I'm like, you know, it could be anything. But you, but there are certain things that you have to do. You can't. You can't be lazy with it. You just can't. Like I said, the 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 the, uh, the watermark for me has got to be Bel Air, because I don't know a person that didn't like Fresh Prince at some point, and then to have it come back the way it did, it put it did you know it really shocked me in a good way. They did a really good job with it, or are doing a good job with it because it's still on. Yeah, I mean, I feel you. It's interesting that you pick Facts of Life because I don't know how they could redo the episode. When they really talked about Tootie getting breath and getting a bra. That'd be real interesting how they would do that. But see, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like you have to understand the framework of the show. Yes. However, you still have to read the temperature of the room, which is the day and age in which you live. And right, you know, if you do, if you were to do the facts of life now, it would be hard to keep the show light because we live in such a dark world and nothing is hidden from anybody. Yeah. Because back in the 80s, it was like we were all step for people. Meaning that it's like life was happening. We knew it was terrible. But the way life was structured, you could hide it on TV. Or if it was something deep, you could gloss over it in a way which is not so shocking. Even though people were still shocked, but they didn't really understand what was really going on. You know, because we weren't really telling them everything that they needed to be told. So if you were to do the facts of life now, some of the things those girls went through in the 80s, not only would they have to go through that, but there are so many other women's issues that they would have to go through, so many other 
intrusions that they would have to deal with because how would you how would you deal you could have a whole like month of episodes them dealing with trans going from man to woman and how do you deal with that and everything that comes up man racism all the things man it would be a dark dark show it just would but you would have to allow it to happen organically because we live in a dark dark world but you would still have to have it in the same framework as what the facts of life were in the 80s which some of the subject matter there wasn't necessarily light but the way they presented it was so you know gotcha that Moco Cowboy says gargoyles. What was that? It was a cartoon. Okay. I, it was I. Right. I. It was after my time. So, I mean, did you watch Gargoyles Moby? No. Okay. My my brother probably liked Gargoyles, but ah, uh, it didn't do nothing for me. All right, Moby, what do you think, man? Would, I have would you reboot? Or I have a few questions about the reboot thing. Okay, talk to me. So. When we say reboot, are we assuming that it's being rebooted by the same people who did the original? Up to you. Or are we saying reboot by other people? Well, so depending on which show we're talking about, because some of those people ain't here no more. Because it's probably only one show that I like, I would be like all for them rebooting. Okay. If, if the original, the original person was rebooting it. So if they brought back Boondocks and it was the oh. original, like, I'm okay with that. You know what I'm, I'm okay with that. How could you reboot something that was perfect? Once again, because it because it actually it has a South Park feel, which is as long as there's crazy current shit going on in the world, you can always have fresh material. I'm not saying you got to redo the episodes. I'm saying you've got life material with just the characters. Okay, because that feels like it's just a continuation. I, well, man, once again, that was kind of why I was asking the question because, like, I wouldn't say like redo what's already been done. Like, can we just bring it back and have a continuation? So, I mean, yeah, I think because I'm adamantly opposed to reboots. Like, I think I'm one of the people that probably think reboots should be banned because I think reboots, by their very nature, are lazy because we basically just attach nostalgia, hoping that people will feel nostalgia towards it. And ignore the fact that usually it's crap, or usually it's not really well educated. Like I, I, I don't like reboots. I'm over prequels. Like I, it's just like I just want new ideas and I want to move forward. So like, I, occasionally a prequel comes and I'm like, okay, that's a cool prequel. But the thing is, like everything don't need a goddamn prequel. But we do prequels because we can't think of new ideas. And it's like, hey, this story worked. So if we go backwards, you know, the people who like the original story will want to go backwards with us. Which sometimes it works, and sometimes it's, for well, most of the time, I think it's poorly executed. So, so I'm, I'm one of those people that's like, yeah, f a reboot. Like, just think of a new idea, you lazy bum. Yeah, I, I would say probably to agree with with AG, I would probably say the most successful reboot in the last decade is probably going to be Bel Air. I disagree. Say- I disagree. I think personally, I think the most successful reboot in the last couple of years has been Cobra Kai from Karate Kid. But well, is that a reboot or is that yeah, a continuation? Is. See, it's 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 kind of a little bit of both. Because they go so they do so many flashbacks, all the original characters going back to the storyline that I, I can see how somebody would think it's a reboot. And for the next generation, of course, it seems like a reboot because they don't 
And my kids never saw original Karate Kid until Cobra Kai shit came out. Yeah, but but I would but I would disagree with it being a reboot because there is no Cobra Kai movie and there is no Cobra Kai TV okay. show. It's All right. basically it's basically the continuation of the one dude who got beat and got disowned by his disowned by his teacher. Actually, and, so much more to the story. But I mean, well, I mean but the basic premise yeah. is his life after Daniel beat him. And that's just about both of their lives. It's well, about yeah. how they've kind of and that's almost the, switched. And that's why I wouldn't call it a reboot because that is clearly more of a continuation. Now, okay, so by, by that standard, I, I'll go with y'all then. So Bel Air yeah. has been successful because it was completely taking the original idea and just putting a, a fresh coat of paint on it. And yeah. yeah, and I mean, you know, it's because it's interesting. I just happened to switch by and they, were, they showed the episode, the old one. Um, they showed the episode when Will gave um, Carlton some speed accidentally and Carlton almost died and I was like damn did they see that one episode and just just frame the whole show off of that and if they did that's brilliant because it looks like that's what they did but um, you know yeah I'm not a reboot guy either Um, and I guess the reason why this question came about is because I was reading some stuff and they're talking about rebooting Buffy the Vampire Slayer because Josh Whedon, I mean, is, is a terrible human being and they want to, they feel like that it, it probably shouldn't be more of a reboot. It should probably be like, like Cobra Kai, more of a continuation because um, it ended so, everybody knew it was the last season, but it ended so abruptly. Oh yeah, Sunnydale's gone. What's next? And that's literally what happened. That, that was it. Um, but, you know, I mean, the word on the street is Josh Whedon, you know, hates women. So, <laughs> you know, the article is saying, well, if they kind of take over from that spot, yet maybe have the original characters have some have some input, it's done by somebody different, that sort of thing, you know. And then they could kind of introduce a new Slayer and all this other stuff and blah, 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 blah. I mean, now it's like, eh. I, I know if I would feel that because I didn't watch Buffy back in the day. However, on X, not Excess, what channel? Fuse. I mean, they decided to buy the whole um, seven seasons and they play that shit like 12, 12 hours a day. And some of that stuff is kind of, you know, if I got shit to do, it's on a TV screen. So, I don't know. I figured I'd just ask that question, but I hate reboots with a passion. And I'm with Moby. I need some original thought processes on some shit. Like the one show that I would say they, if they were to reboot it, it's got to be as funny as the first one, is the Greatest American Hero. But I feel <laughs> like I feel like they would fuck that show up so much. I don't want them to touch it because it lasted two seasons, and those two seasons are awesome. And I refuse to pay a hundred dollars for the box set. But that's one of the shows that you can't find on any streaming. Yes, it's not true. Roku TV. Roku TV has it now? Well, son of a bitch. I didn't know that. Because I wouldn't watch that shit all day. It's on Netflix, too, shit. or at least it used to be. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been on Netflix in a while. But, yeah, man, I would. that show was excellent. It was a great comedy show. You know, basically teacher growing up in, what's Los Angeles, right? I thought it was Sacramento. But something Sacramento? Yeah, but, it all you know, there's a whole bunch of color on that show. And it was a whole bunch of serious shit amongst the whole thing. 
this dude finding a superhero suit and trying to figure out how to use it and work with an FBI person. And it was nothing but hijinks. I mean, the dude can't fly. He had to teach himself how to fly. Well, he he's running into shit. Yeah, the instructions. Lots he loves the instructions, though. I mean, so that that whole show was awesome. And that was like, what, 83? Something like that. that. You know, so if they, and that's the sad part, man, because like, I'm glad nobody's touched that show because I feel like if they were to touch that show, I would be ready to burn something down. And I don't want to do that because burning shit down is not cool. Um, Mogul Cowboy spinoff versus reboot. What'd be a good spinoff? It's a very good question. I mean, well, I know stars stars with the power series. They're doing it. Uh, I mean, wow. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can't find myself watching the prequel shit because they don't have a prequel. Oh yeah, they do. They want. Yeah, they do. Kanan. Yeah, Kanan. and it's just like. Why would I watch some shit that's already happened? Like, to me, that's just I mean, you want to know where the character came from. Yeah, but I find myself more curious about Tariq than I did about Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. They're the same people. It's that one's in denial. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I'm interested in his transformation, but I was never interested in the the original power. And Tommy's show... Yeah, Tommy's show. I'm not. I'm not interested in it because I think Tommy is a flat character, and he should be so much more, but he's not. He's like, what? Uh, what's that thing called? Um, uh, flat. What's it? Like a flat Andy or whatever. He's just a shitty character, and it, I don't know. I just don't like him. Not okay. a fan. Um, I'm so oh, yeah. not abreast on any of that whole realm because I don't watch any of it. Like, I'm just... I mean, look, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I watched, I watched the last season of Power because it was um, I watched the last season of Power because they decided the Sunday before the Power Book 2 came out um, pretty much what they had done is did a whole day and they showed all the old shit and I was like okay that's cool yeah I mean but yeah I, you know other than that I didn't really watch any of those seven years of power I heard it was great and you know I heard you got to see Lala's breasts I think that was one of the highlights of the of the show um, wait a minute wait a minute that that's 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 the highlight for you. That's it's what, not but that's what I there. was told yeah I heard that there's one show that her breast came out and I guess they were awesome. I don't know. I haven't seen it. They're fake booty too. I mean, is it fake though? Moby, you're, you're a booty. You're a booty guy. Is, Bruh, is, is I, is I, it I fake? haven't seen it, so I don't know. No, I mean, you know who Lala Anthony is. <laughs> yeah, Does yeah, a booty I, look I, fake? I, honestly, I don't really follow like pop culture stuff, so I don't really see a lot of her in stuff. Like, I don't. I can't think of the last time I've actually seen her. Like when she's not sitting down looking at the camera. She's in the Either show way, with, it's not the best thing that ever happened to the show, that's for sure. Hey man, all I know was He's looking for a reason, man. <laughs> not me. I would have looked anytime anytime he can he can plan a reason to say somebody was sexy in the show, he got you. I mean, it wasn't me. Actually I heard it on Wild Now because she was on Wild Now one day and they were just like, Yeah, girl, I saw you in power. 
and I was saw, saw those titties in power. I was like, "Really? What? Is that what they brought up?" Hey, that's that's childish as fuck, that man. Crass, right, man? Really? That, but that's what they said. They literally said that on the show, and I was like, "What?" And I still haven't seen it to this day, so I don't, I don't know. I assume they look good. You will have good. seen it. By, you will have seen it by tomorrow. Because no. we talked about it for a total of like two minutes, you're gonna find it. Nah, probably. I mean, not. look, you don't have to admit it to us. You're gonna find it. I mean, no, I'm not. <laughs> it's all right, buddy. You're gonna find it. All right, whatever. <laughs> so, all right. So let's go ahead and switch to our my five. I thought this was interesting. It's been a while since we've done some music stuff on the my five, but I thought that this one would jog some memories. It doesn't have to be. And the, and the biggest thing is. Um, I didn't want it to be more like what everybody else thinks. I wanted to be like, oh shit. Yeah, when I hear this shit, I know what it is immediately. So your five most recognizable songs after hearing the first five to ten seconds of it. Seconds of it. So like when you hear this shit, come on. But there's where, so but like look, I'm a music guy. There's so many songs that do that. And for they me. give me five. I mean, shit. I mean, it's so many. I, Is that see, your way I, of shutting down the complaining? Yeah, pretty much. Like, I mean, it's so many. Great, give me five then. I mean, some of them. I think some of ours will probably be similar. However, like, I think five to ten seconds, because we do like different music as well, and that's why I figured five to ten seconds would be good for all of us. But I think we may have one that we all mutually decide but we may not i don't know so i'm curious so ag like i'm really curious what ag has got because i know ag's gonna hit us all around the all around the park so i'm i'm excited so what you got ag okay well i had it was like moby said he's right it's it's a broad it's a broad question because all of us listen to a lot of music and it's just like i had to give myself some criteria and so i i had it at if it starts out with a riff out of context or if it starts out with any instrument that could like um, any kind of just instrument that it's like it could be anything mm-hmm. so my first one was Shining Star by Earth, Wind & Fire uh-huh. anytime Good. I hear that bass line it's like oh here it come because <laughs> oh. that's one of my favorite Earth, Wind & Fire songs for real can, can you give us that bass line musically No, I can't. Okay, you can't make it with your mouth, man. I, I what what you trying to turn into Bismarck is not make the music with your mouth biz? Like <laughs> <laughs> I could, but I'll, I'll I'll sound really bad. So I'm not gonna I mean, just, I'm not gonna Okay. I I I let me think about that. I might be able to do it. Anyway, the second one I had <laughs> was Dickable Planets, cool like that. Again, another bass line. Anytime I hear it, and then then the horns come in, it's like, oh, here we go. Yeah, definitely. DJ Jazzy Jeff, Fresh Prince, Summertime. Another bass line. Um, Now, this is one that starts out with a random, like, generic keyboard patch. But I know it when I hear it. And that's Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Yep. Anytime yep. I hear it, I say, oh, here we go. That's right. Time to get down. Um, Tony Basil, Mickey. Ooh. See, I knew you were going to give us one, man. I knew you were going to give us one back in the day. And, yeah, and my honorable mention is the Eagles Hotel California. The Hotel California. The way it starts is this, you know, uh, acoustic guitar riff, but I know it when I hear it, and I know it's coming. 
All right. Nice, nice list, nice list. Appreciate it. I don't have any of those. So. Yeah, when you said you were pretty sure we were gonna have multiple, I was like, I'm pretty sure we're not. Yeah. Because <laughs> hey, I mean, songs not. that people know right off the top of their heads, like they know what's coming. So you know. Yeah. All right, Moby, what you got? All right, so I didn't go like I didn't put the criteria in place like AG did. Like me, I tried to go all over the board. So I was like, when I'm out, whether it's a song that I like, I identify with or not. If that the beginning of that song drops, everybody know what it is. Sweet Home Alabama. When that yep. song starts, yes. everybody know it. <laughs> yep. I don't care if you like it or not. You, you hear it, it's like, oh yeah, we know what's coming. And my other one was, okay, this is gonna sound weird, but I, I've said it before, but I love 80s music. Aha, take on me. When you hear that yeah. coming on, you know. Okay. Keep and another another thing that made the criteria hard was too was people have sampled so many things now that sometimes when the beginning of the song comes on, you gotta wait to see if it's an original or if it's a sample. So that's taken away from some things because my next song is super identifiable, but it's been sampled recently now too. Well, I mean not right at the beginning, but Aaliyah one in a million. When that song comes on with that Timberland bass line, and then that sound comes on, you know. That is Aaliyah, one yeah. in a million. You know it's coming. Okay. Um, another one is, you know, because I miss back in the day when bands had a sound, or like, you know, they would give you a signature sound right at the beginning. And Mint Condition used to do that. So Mint Condition, um, Breaking My Heart, you know exactly when it starts coming on. Dun, dun. Exactly. You know exactly. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we know what this is. <laughs> I bet Karen can sing it for you. I was going to say shout out to Karen Burrell. <laughs> <laughs> Make condition could be playing in a Walmart. She would show up. Hey, I'm, I'm with it though. Like, hey. I'm with it though on that. My other one, all right. For many years, people have debated about what the title of this song is. Black people know. The song is called In My Mind. Because that is the first <laughs> thing that is said when the music comes on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know it's Silent Night by The Temptations, but no, that song is in my mind. Because as soon as you hear that coming on, you're like, yep, we know what version of this song it is immediately. Mm. My honorable mention one, though, is like, and it gets any party cracking, too. I mean, granted, it's kind of a cheat because like his voice is singing the hook at the opening of the song. But this is how we do it. As soon as it comes on, man. There is okay. no doubt what's about to happen. <laughs> this is how we do it. All right. Nice, nice. I like that list. I like that list. So um I kind of went all over the place too. And I I got and I got a Moby special up here too, which I'm really excited about. Cause he's gonna be like, damn, I should have said that. So because no, like I said, I had nines right off the bat. There's a lot of them, man. <laughs> <laughs> so um let's start off with some hole. Um, celebrity skin, dunna dunna dunna. Like when that starts off, it's yeah, over. That's kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. Courtney Love killed that. They, they, yeah. they did that thing. That yeah. is the only song they killed because the rest of them were terrible. That's not true because they did. In they, my they, opinion, no. I'm just saying they did a cover <laughs> of Gold Dust Woman by Fleetwood Mac. That's that rips. I'm well, for real. It's off the chain. I'm just yeah, but I don't know if I'm gonna give them yeah. credit for a cover. Okay. Yeah. I, get that. <laughs> I get that. Like original songs, that's it. Because cause I, I think Moby, you you were with me. Remember when we watched I think we went and saw Captain Marvel? Yeah. 
Yeah, and when they kicked on that, I was like, <laughs> "Yep, was everybody like, knew." Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, make me over! I was like, "Hell yeah, we this is this is the '90s for real." I was like, "Hell yeah, that's awesome." So, um, my next one was um, the pack with Vans. Yeah, yeah, and not everybody, not everybody knew that song, but yeah, <laughs> Vans on. <laughs> yeah, when you hear that that low. Yep. <laughs> that's that's what you getting. That's what you getting. So this this is the Moby special right here. Which you know, I, I, I got it. Yo man. Cause I experienced this with Moby when we went to Georgia, a Georgia football game, and they stay up strong playing Pastor Troy. Place yep. went crazy. That's yeah. white that's people, black one- people went crazy. That's one of the two that you didn't mention that I thought were shooing. Yeah, he yeah, hadn't, I did, he hadn't mentioned I the other one. I, 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 I was trying to go away from the norm because I could have easily went with the the bombs over Baghdad because exactly, you know as soon as exactly. I, I was like I'm not gonna go with the with the easy with the layups. But you're right, that John dropped. You see fifty thousand white fans <laughs> banging past the Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they say, but they saying it. I'm telling you, it's a it's an event that's laughable. Yeah, because they they they're in it. They are in it. I'm like sorry. they are into it. Like and you I'm be like, like, yo, what ward are you from, homie? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I live three miles from Peachtree. <laughs> so like, I ain't even know Athens had hoods. <laughs> They do right. every Saturday in the fall. Yes. Apparently. Great line. Um, Britney Spears, baby, one more time. Like, yeah, yeah. I do, do, do. Like, and it's it's interesting. I don't know when they took the hit out of it. <laughs> Could it used to be baby hit me one more time. Now it's just baby one more time. I guess somebody I never failed. noticed that. Are you serious? I haven't they noticed that either. I, I didn't know that. Like, if you look at it, like, if you look at it on your Spotify or if you look like, cause I, I, I listen to a lot of I guess songs. they're trying to do their part yeah. to try to um, quell domestic violence. Yeah, yeah man. Cause like, it's like baby one time. I was like, didn't but somebody get hit? I thought they had a sexual conversation, <laughs> not a violent one. Hey man, you know, they picked, they picked their battles poorly. Okay. <laughs> I'll let it go. And then, uh, really, you know, the, the, one of the big ones for me, when you hear, Ding 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 ding. Still DRE. I might like, say that Dr. Dre got a few of those. Yeah. Uh, I, I knew there was gonna be at least one one yeah. There's a few of them. But when you when you hear that drop, oh hell, it's about to be on now. Cause cause I mean, once again, that's the same thing, man. Black people, white people, they know that. They know it's about to be some Dre up in this bitch. And you about to hear Snoop right behind it. Ah oh, man. It's crazy. Hence why, you know, they started the Super Bowl halftime show with that song. And everybody knew it. It was awesome. But yeah, I figured, you know, we bring some music back to the show because we really haven't had it in a while. And we hadn't done it my five in a while. So I was like, That was fun. What can, what, what can yeah. I do? I'm about to say, but that one was like, I could have freestyled five songs off the top of my head. You could have. Like, <laughs> you would have been in your right to do so. But I figured, you know, something simple everybody has their own kind of thing but no nah, man i did expect that pastor troy from you 
No, I, mean, I, I, I try Ashley if he knows about my list. I stayed away from all southern yeah, hip hop because did. that you those did. are my layups. So I'm just like, nope, I'm not gonna do any southern hip hop stuff. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? If I'd have stayed away from at least one NWA track, y'all looked at me like I was crazy. Not really, because I mean, you know, that's my thing. That's my that's my shiznit, as it were. So awesome. So I mean, so. AG, man, what's on your mind, bro? The Florida migrant situation. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We talking about foreign affairs up here? <laughs> nah, nah. Because see, this is like, this is a, this is a general thing, but it just manifests itself in Florida. Because Governor DeSantis passed this, uh, he, he really went in with the immigration and everybody was cheering. Fuck that guy. Yes, but that's that's what he should have been cheering. Well, I'm just, just let me get through the story because this is funny. So everybody was cheering, you know, he's strong on immigration, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, kind of like a dog whistle for build a wall. Okay, I don't disagree. I think we do need to, to to reform it in a big way. However, I don't think that the people that were cheering him on really thought this through. Because now, two weeks later, three weeks later, you have all these farmers that own, you know, acres and acres and acres and acres of uh, citrus and citrus groves. Who won't work these fields? Exactly. (laughs) And my point with this is, while you were cheering the strong white fist of Governor DeSantis putting a lockdown on these brown people, and you're at your dinner table talking about this or that and this or that and disparaging these people you weren't thinking about these are the very people that you will talk about like a dog at your dinner table and then go to the corner and round them up to work in your citrus groves meanwhile you're breaking the law by doing so you're not doing your due diligence to vet these people to find people that are actually documented and or citizens to work your citrus groves which harkens me back to slavery in general, because you're getting all this cheap labor, which makes your profit margins bigger, selling me an orange that's not a very good quality for 20% more, and everything's cool. It's not cool. Everybody chant to orange use $10 a card. Exactly. <laughs> and, that's, and that's really where we're going, because you're trying to hire people that aren't conditioned to do the job and you're crying poor because you have to vet people and you ha- or you'll have to pay these fines that DeSantis has put in place, which are like debilitating. But this is what you've asked for. This is what your racist ass asked for. And here you are complaining about the byproduct, which you should have thought through when you started all this foolishness. We're saying these immigrants are ruining our country by coming over here, working jobs that most people would spit at. Exactly. And they're not causing no problems. They're not, you know, these ain't people breaking the law. We ain't talking about them people. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the people that are just coming over here, working for dirt cheap wages, exactly. to send back to their family, or just, you know, because it's more than they were making where they were at. And see, that's my other point. Capitalism at its core is to get something for nothing from a labor human resource standpoint. 
I want to be able to charge what I want to charge, or at least what the market will bear, and not have to pay human resources to get the service, you know, rendered or the product manufactured. That's what capitalism is. Capitalism is the key that unlocks the door to indentured servitude. Truth. Because my, <laughs> what I was going to say was slavery was pure capitalism because you're getting labor for a labor-intensive market for free. So now, again, these farmers are out here crying poor, crying, complaining. Well, where are your bootstraps now? Where are you figuring it out now? Why are you complaining to the government when you wanted small government to start with? Hey, Why didn't gonna you work, think this going to work my fields? How about you, buddy? Exactly. <laughs> you go out there and make it happen. And so my point with all of this is I, I'm all about doing the right thing, but I also know the right thing costs. But we're talking about a group of people, mainstream America, that aren't used to paying the bill. And so that's why they're freaking out, because they have to pay the bill. It was okay when brown people working for pennies an hour. Well, not pennies, but, I, I, you know, they're working for a very low wage to do backbreaking work. I don't care how long you've been doing this. It's backbreaking work and getting paid. Because, you know, I like my orange juice. I am not mad at orange juice. So now that all of this is going down and you have to actually do the job, meaning vet these people to make sure everybody is on the up and up. So that has reduced your ability to and then hire. pay them at minimum wages because they got to pay them at least a minimum wage. Exactly. And they don't. They don't. So all your almost free labor is gone. You don't you're not paying insurance. You're not paying anything. This is a day to day type thing. These people need work. And so you out here crying to the government that you think needs to stay small. Well, if you if you're who you said with that brown people and black people should be, then you shouldn't be crying at all. You should get it done. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps and figure it out. Because apparently you're the best at doing it because you're always telling me I can't. So figure it out. Or you can stop being two-faced and, try, and stop trying to be the modern-day slave owner and do the right thing and keep it moving. Either way, I can respect. But what you're doing now, you a bitch. So whatever. That's that's what's on my mind. Get, you best start drinking that orange drink. Ain't gonna be no juice no more. Ain't gonna be no juice no more. Hey, just saying. I'm gonna drink some orange juice and laugh my ass off and pay $10 a gallon for it. Better you than me. I'm just saying, man. It was just—it's just funny seeing this stuff. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. White America is not supposed to complain about these kinds of things because they say Black America and Brown America are lazy. Seems to me you lazy right now. I—I I, I will say the one thing I give um, Trump props for: Trump won't ever trying to crack down those type of immigration laws because Trump knew who was working at his businesses. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> Trump's like, hey man, I'm not about to mess up my operation. Yeah, he messed nah, up. Let, let, let's talk about them people just crossing the border. We ain't gonna talk about once they get here. Once they get here, he don't talk about them no more. He's like, because I need them people to work my jobs. Mm. That's what's on my mind. Well, all right. DeSantis, man, that dude's just fuck that guy. He's making so many like battles man left and right he's not making battles he's brilliant because he knows the people that support him and I'm not calling him stupid but the people that support him are 
not willing to see the forest through the trees. They hear those hot to- those hot topic, those those hot button issues that they like hearing, like immigration, abortion, you know, no more talking about anything that has to do with black history in a, in a way that might seem to make white people feel uncomfortable. And that makes them feel good. But, you know, they're not thinking about, like AG said, the long term, because all they're going to say is, well, once all the inflation happens, they're going to try to pin that on the Democrats. Well, Biden's in charge and we've got all this inflation and Biden going to be like, hey, man, I ain't got shit to do with the farmers. <laughs> that ain't me. <laughs> Better holler at your boy Ron. <laughs> hey, man, I'm saying if you if you saw Illinois is like, yo, Disney. Uh, you can put that billion dollar place right here. This is where you started at, ain't it? We got some, we got some space for you, bro. Come on in, cause you know he they shut down that five billion dollar project in Florida. Oh wait a minute, five bit? That's a lot of tax money you ain't getting, bro. And all those people supposed to stay there. That's a lot of tax money you ain't getting, bro. And Illinois is like, yo, we got you here. We got space. And everything we got, you. we got you. All Come that money back. that they're getting, eventually, people in Florida residents gonna look and be like, "Hey, what the hell is this property tax thing that y'all hitting and, us with?" And they're gonna be like, "Hey, man, we ain't got Disney no more, so y'all gotta pay." I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the thing to me. When they stopped that shit, I was like, "Yeah, they they they're fighting hard and dirty at the same time, cause that's dirty." But I don't blame them for it. Do what you gotta do, bro. Because DeSantis trying to mess your world up, mess up his. Because eventually, somebody you got to raise taxes. Eventually, if Disney roll out, because somebody oh, got to pay. Disney that rolls shit. out. That cripples Florida. It does. Like, or, Orlando dies. Yep. Yeah. Because as, as soon as Disney leaves, the Orlando Magic leaving. <laughs> like everything dying. <laughs> Do you mean, think Universal can survive without Disney, even though they're competitors? Oh, hell no. You're high. Can't do it. Yeah, they can't do it. All they of them survive. are connected through Disney, even though they're competitors. They're connected through Disney, and it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, all that's gone. Yeah, it, you know, I guess he thought he could get, you know, make his cake and eat it too, and now he's starting to realize that ain't the move. I think I might have fucked up somewhere. Well, but, like, like I said, like Moby said. It's the, it's the long game people aren't thinking about. They're just thinking about their emotions in the moment. They're not thinking. Yeah. And they Wait. like they like being racist. They like talking about these people like a dog while their services are being rendered for a very low price. But yeah. when those people go away and you got to wash your own car and you got to cut your own lawn or all that stuff is gone, come on, man. Or you can keep it, but you're paying like triple the money because you have to pay somebody a fair wage. Are you serious? Man, whatever. Yeah, because the truth of the matter is broke white people need racism. They need it. That makes themselves feel better. Yeah, because if broke white people didn't have racism, they'd be at the bottom of the token pole. So it's just a way for them to, you know, to cheat the game and, and try to be above at least somebody. I mean, it's, you know, and then you have Miami. What happens if Dizzy leaves? Then, you know, we need to go clean up Miami. There's a lot of shit going down there. I mean, that's as long as you, as long as you understand what you're doing. Like I said before, I don't disagree yep. with immigration, but I do know immigration has you know it, it has a fallout if you do it wrong. 
Even if you do it right, it has to fall out. You have to be prepared for that. And you getting on camera complaining? Weren't you the same people? It's like, why are these brown people come? Okay, where they're gone? They took our jobs. Oh yeah, because nobody wants them. Exactly. You didn't want to work in Orange Grove. <laughs> you didn't want. You just want to drink orange juice. There's a difference. Come on, man. Anyway, I didn't mean to hijack the show, but that is what's on my mind. Nah, you good, man. You good. Orange juice is important. Joe sure is. For some, not me. I don't drink. It's just life's so. nectar, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Life's nectar. So, moving away from that, Moby, what's on your mind, man? Um, I'd like to take a break from my normal misogyny and womanizing ways um, to do something that's exactly what I do all the time, but hopefully it won't get framed in those categories like it usually does because I'm the resident sexist up here. But um, I like what's on my mind is, man, there are some great differences between men and women. And instead of me doing all what I normally do, which is point out some of the hypocrisy, I am thankful for some of the hypocrisy in, in the last couple of days. Like, thank God for the women in my life who are willing to look at catastrophes and crisis with emotion and empathy because your boy ain't got it. Like, I just ain't got it, man. And like, and sometimes... You don't have no empathy, man? Not that I don't have empathy. It's just when there's a really big issue at hand, in high-stress situations, I don't freak out. I'm just micro-focused on what needs to get done. And sometimes that can make me come off as cold, not caring. And none of those things are true, but it, it just what it is. Like, so, you know, shout out to my wife who has had to, like, take the brunt of all of the emotional empathy and compassion for, for my daughter, who a couple of days ago broke the growth plate in her knee. And now she's going to have to have surgery and you know she she just found out she's probably not going to be able to play any sports or do anything for the next six months and she's on crutches she can't do nothing with her leg and she is amazing at empathy at like coddling caressing and making her feel safe and secure because i'm not and i'm not even saying that in a negative way like and, and it's the little things that i notice like she's on crutches she's never used crutches before Anybody knows you've never used crutches before, man, that thing take a couple weeks to get down, especially when you have no ability to do anything with the other leg. She can't do anything with it. She can't put half weight on it, quarter weight on it. Her toe hit the ground. She's done. Like she can't do nothing. And, you know, I'm helping her stand up. And I realized that I have a very, these are the steps we have to take to get it done approach. And to an 11 year old, that probably seems like, man, he don't give a fuck about how I feel right now. Because because she's like, you know, trying to stand her up and she's like, hold on. She's trying to hold on to me and everything. And I'm telling her, you still got one good leg. Like, use your one good leg. Like, don't don't worry about the leg you can't do nothing with. Balance yourself on your good leg. Use the crutches. And, you know, she gets unstable and she freaks out. She panics. And I'm just like, yo, you've got to keep remembering you have one good leg. Both of your legs didn't decide to stop working when one of your legs broke. 
your other leg still works and i'm not gonna sit here and cry for you because you got one good leg like i need you to get used to using that leg because you're gonna be doing this for like the next three months at a minimum and you know she's like my wife is like being so hard on her she's 11 and i'm like i'm not trying to be hard on her because i'm talking to her i'm not yelling at her i'm just like hey I know it hurts. I know you're, you're scared, but you got to focus on the good leg. You got to focus on what you can do, not what you can't do. Because me, I'm like, listen, this is the problem. These are the steps we have to take to correct it. And I realized that our 11-year-old girl don't need that all the time. Sometimes she needs somebody that's going to cry with her and baby her. And I ain't it. I, I'm not good at it. I'm just not. So, like, a lot of times we celebrate I mean, we, we criticize the hypocrisy and the emotions. Like, yo, I'm thankful for that. Like, I'm one of those people that think the greatest thing about men and women being in relationships to get with each other is they're different. <laughs> That's one of the best parts about it. Not not like, oh, we don't get along because we see things differently. No, that's good. I couldn't be with somebody like me. That shit wouldn't last at all. Like, s- somebody somebody can't be an asshole in the moment somebody's gotta not be pragmatic all the time somebody can't bring logic to the fight every single time because most fights are illogical most fights lack logic so if both people bring a logic to it like we ain't getting nothing done we just being smart asses to each other <laughs> that was good <laughs> smart asses to each other <laughs> you're, not I mean, you're not wrong you're not wrong so, so there are no lies detected. <laughs> it's a straight line. That needle ain't moving at all. Yeah. So, so it's like you know, I'm, you know, she has been amazing, and like some of the things that annoy the shit out of me, I'm so thankful that she's there to do it. Because like me in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh my god, we can't keep coddling her. She's got to learn to do this shit on her own. But then I'm just like, yeah, but she's 11 and she does need. She's scared. So somebody has to be there to, you know, address the fear and not just be like, hey, shut the hell up and get it done. Because, like, look, sometimes I can't turn that coach off, too. I'm just like, look, I don't want to hear about boo-hoo. You can't move one of your leg. You still got a good one. Truth. You're not wrong, but yeah, I get it. But once again, like I said, I'm, 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 I like to take the time to celebrate as opposed to insult the differences because a lot of times men and women issues is basically people on the other side of the table throwing shit at the other people like knowing damn well that we need what's on the other half of that table like for all these people who keep talking about toxic masculinity yo once masculinity disappears see how well y'all function it's gonna be a problem yeah see how well y'all function because look look when something bad happened we can't both just be crying about it And I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm just, no, no, it's, it's not even that. But like, you know, but hey, when, you know, when somebody's going through depression or has a tragic moment, we can't all just come up there and be like, suck it up, man. Life goes on. Keep moving. Like, that's not always the answer either. So like, look, we, we, we got to celebrate that shit on the other side of the table. Like I, I in with intention got with somebody who had far more emotional capacity than myself with great intention found somebody with far more emotional capacity than myself because if I found somebody with the same emotional level we had that 11 year old down there would hate everybody because we'd be just like yo yo, you got crutches get, your, get yourself to the bathroom fuck all y'all <laughs> <laughs> he's not because I remember my dad treated me that way I, um, I turned my ankle bad 
And after a couple of days, he was just through with me limping around. He's walk on it. And I remember it like it was yesterday. He's not wrong. Yeah, like like when see, and I'm looking at her injury, and part of it is because she's so similar to me in many things. Like she plays football, basketball with me, like, but then this injury really allowed me to see the girl there. Not just the tough football player, the basketball. Like she's really the girl right now. Because I'm like, when I was hurt, I ain't want nobody to help me do nothing. I'm just like, look, I gotta figure this shit out. You know what I'm saying? Like me, I was always like, I gotta talk myself into believing this don't hurt. Or I gotta, I gotta just what's what is the next step I gotta take to stop hurting? And she has spent the last 48 hours in some sulking, which I'm bad at. I just can't. Now she doesn't do it a lot. She I'll give her that. She's look, she's one of the toughest people I've ever met in my life, just based on life. But you know, she's had a couple soaking moments, and then you know, I feel like my wife has kind of magnified a few of those soaking moments because like when she cries. You know, I feel like she can't, my wife can't wait to jump in there and try to hug her and make her feel better. And I'm just like, yo, you got to let her just be mad right now because she's mad she can't play football and basketball. And I'm just like, ain't nothing you going to do that's going to fix that. She's going to be mad about that. There's this, we might as well let her just be mad. And eventually, you know, we support her and, and she comes out of it. But ain't nothing you going to say to an 11 year old that was excited about playing sports in a couple months that's going to make them feel better about not being able to play. Like her best friend is going to be on the football team too. You know, they, they've been talking about it the last couple months and he was like calling and FaceTiming while we were at the doctors. I'm just like, it's kind of cute. If y'all watch the show, all American. Yeah. So I feel like her best friend and her are kind of like the main character in Coop. Right, right, right. That's, that's really the type of relationship they have. Like, I, cause like he went, she went over to like his grandma's house, and I'm sure they were probably like, "Whoa, you bringing a girl over here? What's going on?" And then Cadence walks in, and it's like, "Oh, oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Oh, okay. We ain't, ain't nobody worried about nothing going down right now. Y'all literally trying to play football with each other. Well, all right. But yeah, man, look, man, there are some celebrated differences between the sexes, man, and that's a good thing, man. Balance. Yin and yang. Truth. Awesome, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so what's on my mind is a little bit of politics. So they came to an agreement about the debt situation. Yay. We got money to pay people now. Awesome. Thank you. First of all, I think having to go through that every so often is just dumb as hell because, uh, you know, it's like, well, we want to cut taxes. Can somebody explain to me, though, like how we didn't have the money yesterday and the day we decided we had the money? So, <laughs> hey, we broke. Oh, all right. We, we, yeah, we got yeah. it, though. We got it, though. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, I'm not I'm not a good enough um, politician to explain that to you. It just so makes I'm me feel like money ain't a real thing. <laughs> it's, no, it's like not. money's not a real thing, man. Like uh, we we broke until we say we not. You yeah, know, like but, we broke, we'd like, hey, we're gonna send you out all these, you know, stimulus checks. I thought we ain't had no money. Yeah, but we're gonna give y'all money, right? Yeah. So then y'all spend the money and then we'll have the money. It's like, but y'all gave us the money. So how did we how did we stimulate the economy with the money that we didn't have? 
Just like we gave y'all the money, and we would take this shit on taxes. <laughs> I mean, that's literally how it went. It, you know, and the thing about it is, it's like, you know, so they agreed upon it. You know, and basically, the Republicans wanted to t- cut taxes for the rich. I mean, okay, um, and the Democratic people wanted to give more money to like social issues. Okay. I mean, so now neither one of those are getting done. And they came up with some other shit. So it was like, yeah, whatever. But that's not really what I'm talking about. I mean, it was about. good negotiating. If neither, per- if neither person's happy, it was probably some good negotiating going on. Yeah, I mean, because with the grand scheme of things, like, people got to get paid, including them. Which is the fun part, right? Because basically, you're just like, well, I don't mind not getting paid. Really? You really don't mind not getting paid? Don't get it twisted. It's not like you're going to pay a lot of money, but let's be real. When that check comes, you cashing it. So I, I like I don't I never understand that. Because yeah, the president don't get paid that much, but you know what he is doing? He's putting that shit in his bank account. <laughs> oh, Ruben. President and politician different because no president becomes a president for that two hundred something thousand dollars they make. What I understand that. Like but, that dude getting money on every front imaginable. Yeah. Like Obama, look, you see how much shit Obama's in. Obama has never made more money in his life than right after now. presidency. Yep. Like, oh, well, I'm going to be in a movie where I talk about absolutely nothing, and I cash checks, and then I'm going to be in another movie in which I listen to somebody else talk, and I'm going to go, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to be in the Last Dance with Michael Jordan, in which I have exactly eight sentences to say. And they're going to pay me for that. Like, like, can can I be real? Why was he even in there? Because there was a piece of Chicago uh, politician. And not only that, that that was the part where they were talking about where Jordan didn't support the Democratic nominee in North Carolina. So it was like, hey, we got Obama. What do you think about it? Well, I was a young politician at the time, so I was kind of disappointed. Yeah, I mean, You're still gonna pay me for this, right? Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it was funny. I was like, "You're in here for what? You weren't even doing shit for real back when Jordan was in." But he was, you know, first time, he was coming out of law school. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like motherfucker, like you knew you you trying to get some Jordans too. So, well, beside the point. But more importantly, I think the big announcement that happened was when Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene told everybody to calm down. And asked for decorum yeah. in, the, in the house, and they all fucking laughed at her ass. All the all the Democrats laughed at her, like no, literally. So there should have been at least one like person in the background that we would have all known had way more pigmentation in the room that'd have been like this bitch over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like yo, who mans is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the funny part, right? Because somebody. Somebody this weekend kind of clued me in and I had to re-listen to it. If you listen to the clip, somebody's telling her to ask for decorum because she's in charge for it. For God knows whatever reason. Nobody understands. I don't understand that. And I kind of don't want to ever understand that because Face that, game, man. that means shit. We got to change for laws. But um, yes, yeah, somebody was like, yo, you need to ask for decorum. And then she banged down and she asked for the corn and everybody just erupted in laughter. And it's just like, you know, and I thought about what would be, man. It's like, good message, wrong messenger. Of all the <laughs> dumbass shit you done done, 
out of the corn. You the last motherfucker up in here need to ask you anybody. Which is why somebody should have been like this bitch over here. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's. Wait, can it's you all say crazy. whose man's is this when it's a woman? Yes. Who's who's yeah yeah? Is this? No no. Who, whose man still works? Whose man is that, this? That's unisex, sir. Yeah. Who's whose man is this? Yeah, and then you got you got that like yo man, really. It's crazy how Washington has become like you know must see soap opera TV now. Get some decor. Yeah. Please have some decor, bitch belly. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. give it to you if you can spell it. <laughs> this, but and, and I say that because this might be the first time in in my life where I know more personal shit about people in power well people in congress and ever like because those old white dudes don't be doing shit but somehow i know that mtg is divorced like what first of all i'm trying to get too many outlets now though man you yeah know, social media and stuff like politicians in the 70s and 80s couldn't have made it today no hell no handle that was going on they couldn't time. do all that dirty shit there's no way no, 24 hour news cycle and twitter yeah, <laughs> there's no way Nixon could have done Watergate because somebody would have squealed on that shit. Yo, tomorrow he about to he about to but, fuck uh, up. But he kind of got snitched on anyway. But well, I see I mean, what you're yeah, saying. It would it would yeah, happen yeah. a lot quicker. Yeah, and it's just like like the the chick from Colorado, man. Apparently she's going through a divorce, and like her kid called fucking nine one one. What? Like why do I? Why is this shit here? Why is this shit happening? Four hour news cycle. Baby. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> And then she lives in another part of the damn house, like the damn estate. She only lives in the damn house. So it's hey, just, why, why we don't why we don't elect real people in positions of power? Like how how can we look for like all this human dirt on people to eliminate them from being a successful candidate? Like honestly, I want to know the candidates' dirt before I vote for them. Don't let me don't let me find out two years in that he's a pedophile or like you know what I'm saying. Like put all that stuff out on the front front end. But we don't ever vote for that person. Everybody's always trying to, you know, keep, have this picture perfect esque life to put to the to the media. And it's like, why are we voting on that? I why mean, are we voting on on perfection? Well, but here's the thing. Uh, what's his name? The dude out of Florida, the um, Republican out of Florida, Matt Gates. I think it's Florida. I don't know the fuck he's at. But you know, he likes little boys. Yet he's still there. Apparently, he likes little boys. And it's just like because he was caught up in all that bullshit with. Um, Maxwell and the other dude who was, you know, getting kids for, like, for like real people. And I shit. mean, the, the squeakiest clean candidate we've ever had was black. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> didn't find dirt, didn't do no dirt, mad because it never happened. That but. dude was da- that dude was Bro. damn near a superhero on on the personal scale, man. I mean, he had a he, yo. He had a wife. He had a family. His kids were good. His wife ain't had no problems. She wasn't a raging bitch. Like none of that. And it was just like, and y'all hated this dude. His, but you his, want if we as black people, we were prepared to deal with his fuck ups. Like if we'd have found out he had another kid by somebody, or like, like he had another baby mom on the side, we would have defended that to the death. 
But this, but dude, this dude came out here and was perfect. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you might not like his politics, but hey, look, man, politics are politics. Somebody always not going to like them. You might feel like he ain't do enough for black people, but you know what he didn't do? He didn't fuck it up for the next one. No, no, not at all. <laughs> I mean, Cory Booker, I'm talking to your ass. I mean, you, I mean, I don't know what you're doing with old girl, but you might want to marry that. Just saying. Um, but yeah, man, it's the... The Washington news cycle is is crazy, and I know I feel like I know way too much about people. I like not knowing shit about them, including their names. I like the fact that C-SPAN wasn't on twenty four fucking seven. Like I'm surprised they don't have cameras in there in their I mean, apartments I mean, where they say that. You know, C-SPAN has been around for a long time, and they ain't we, never had we, this much access. We, we just started talking. No, they did. We just. It's because all the other news outlets exist, and then they show you what was on C-SPAN because ain't nobody just watching C-SPAN. You watching another news outlet that then shows you what C-SPAN. I feel like I feel like they got they got to do like a contract every year, but I don't know. I don't know enough about C-SPAN to to care, I guess. But C-SPAN has been never more important until now. It's just one of those channels with a whole bunch of old people on the screen and they talk about some shit that I don't really care about and I just keep it pushing and now it's like damn near the Kardashians cause they do all that crazy shit for the, for the cameras so it's like like can we get those fools out of there that's all I'm saying ladies and gentlemen I mean like I'd rather even go I would just at this point I know I've gone on record to say all these old motherfuckers need to go but you know what? I'd probably rather have some of those old, born ass motherfuckers. Say, some of them old people need to stay. <laughs> some of these new people just got. Some of these new people got too many um, dumbass new ideas. Yeah. You 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 need at least one or two cranky ass old deacons in there. That's just gonna be like you, young motherfuckers. Need to sit your ass down for yeah. a second. Yeah, I mean, like, did you know there's a representative who used to be on the real world? That you know what you didn't know that I knew that, but he's smart enough not to do any dumb shit, so nobody knows that. <laughs> not like normal people don't know that. So it's like I don't know. I'm just I'm sick of. I need the entertainment to leave Washington and yeah, go back to Atlanta. Me. I'm sorry. I know it just sucks, but hey, man, it is what it is. I'm waiting but, for that Real Housewives of Congress show. That shit gonna be lit. <laughs> well, you know it's not gonna be any good unless Te- Marjorie Taylor Green and the other chicks on it. I disagree. I, I mean, she'll, she'll she'll make it interesting, but yeah, I mean, you know, but the question is, you got so many people who aren't even married now up there, so yeah, I don't know. The whole shit will be interesting, but yeah, can we get four boring ass years of Congress? Can, can can I ask for that? Cause I'd much rather have that right I now. I mean, in many ways, we're like in the we're like going on the third year one. I mean, this this administration's been pretty boring. No, no, no. The administration, yes. Congress, unfortunately, has not because I mean, they look, do dumb shit all the time. Hey, let's get rid of the board. Let's get rid of the board of education. Are you shitting me? Like, <laughs> like that's what you want to do? Of all the shit you can do. Let's let's get rid of the board of education. Cause man, we're capitalists, man. If you privatize anything, it gets better, right? <laughs> everything everything we privatize gets better, right? You know, prison, 
hospital, yeah. school, I mean, all of that shit got, got better, right? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, man. It's just, I long for the days of, of before, what, 19? Not 19, before, like, I mean, before 2015, man, I ain't really fuck around with Congress that much, because you don't know shit about all those oh, invisible-ass people there. Oh, man, you're going to be shaking that fist telling people to get out your yard for the rest of your life, because that shit ain't never happening. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't never happening. That's uh, over with, man. I'm telling you, man, the day Lil Yachty gets, gets, wins a Congress seat, I'm, done. I'm going to Canada. I mean, look, there, there are some actual people in hip-hop that shit. Like, look, man, I'll vote for Killer Mike for anything. Would you vote for Lil Yachty? depends on what I'm voting for and, and then, no, hear, hear me out hear me out there are some things that I think Lil Yachty could really help us out with like I one, this one I think he helped out with the Board of Education because here's the thing if it was his idea to shut to get rid of the Board of Education you think all the white people would agree with it and they put more money in that shit exactly <laughs> see he's the hero that we didn't know we needed <laughs> <laughs> little boat <laughs> got your little boat uh, but yeah that's what's on my mind man all this all this entertainment and, and fucking politics I'm kind of over it but I know it's just gonna be here forever until like like four people get fired but until that happens yay that's what we got so but thank y'all brand new episode thanks for listening to episode today um, of course you can catch us on catch the podcast um on wow i'm i'm still pissed off um on five minute warning.com we can get all of our podcasts of course wherever you get your podcasts to listen to um also thank moby thank ag thank everybody who listened to us tonight thanks for those who listen to us later when this comes out um remember you know tell a friend tell an enemy just tell somebody about us and hey Sundays. Email us at 9 5 p.m. Morning, 19 at gmail.com. For the most part, every and Sunday. Also leave comments and once on Facebook while I make, may take a siesta, but, five minute warning. you know, Contact we, us we on like Twitter to be here. At AG um, underscore FMW and yeah, podcast. Thanks again, everybody. Man 25 you know, check you out FMW next week. Once again, 9 p.m. You stand up. Contact us on you Instagram. Know, once again, Moby um, 5 minute peace, warning. Love. AG underscore 5 minute warning. And Nuge Man 25. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The Five Minute Warning.